Hey, what up, me juicers? I have on the show today, he a good friend. Back in the day, we used to have little rap battles. However, I'm going to give him his prop. The last time was around about 15, 20 years ago. He had got his manager. He let me hear his song, his single, and it was hot. I was kind of envy of him. It was hot, but I was proud of him. He was pushing. I knew he was the next. And uh, he's doing his thing with promotion down in our um, in our town, Centralia. It's a small town, but like I told anybody, you want to do something, you can do it. It might be a little bit harder, but you can do it. So now I have him here, and yes, I'm going to pick his brain, and I'm going to try to get some of that information out of him so I can go ahead and give it to some of the listeners. So if y'all trying to do what he's doing, y'all be able to move like he moved, hopefully. And my guess is should I use just Rich One or your full name? Yeah, I mean, you can call me Rich One for short, but uh, my full my full moniker is the multi-talented Rich One. All right, Rich One, which one? So tell the listeners what you got, a little bit about yourself and what you got coming up. I mean, I'm, I'm just a brother trying to make it in the entertainment world, you know, uh, primarily from the Midwest, uh, Centralia, Illinois. Um, I just stepped into the entertainment world uh, uh, when I was young as a rap artist. I, I don't even remember the name I was using back then. It was so long. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it was so, but uh, I got into comedy basically on like a whim. You know, just uh, I stepped into stand-up comedy uh, almost two years ago just basically on a whim just to see if I could do it. And ended up putting together like a seven-day first-time set that uh, became a classic. You know, to anybody that's seen it, they was like, oh, you're natural. And it was called Gucci Belt. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, me and Tamati, you know, 
down there doing this Give a Boy radio thing and uh, podcast and stuff like that. Uh, but, and I know you don't mind me mentioning another podcast, but that's family right there, you know. But uh, definitely uh, been working uh, working on music uh, with, with my boy Tomati. And uh, yeah, been recording. He got a little the home studio, so we just been recording music in there. Nope, I'm editing it out. I I don't want I don't want his 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 name on this podcast. Like <laughs> I, I'm just joking. Money's my boy. <laughs> now Money's my boy. Yeah, he's doing his thing with the um Gillaware and all of that. I be I be keeping a little tabs on him. I'm proud. Cause he's doing something. He's one of them that's doing something down there. You're one of them that's doing something down there, and I love it. Um, you definitely doing it because you're still you're still in Centralia, and that's my hometown. And with you still doing something down there, that that keeps that that movement alive. Because back then we had a move. Then you then you had. I don't I don't want to go into that unless you want to. And uh, you had to step away for a minute. And then when you stepped away for a minute. That only left me and Pee Wee and uh Tony and um Tony and they was doing a movement and we had our movement and it and then um my move then I left and it looked like McGee wanted to keep doing a movement and, and pausing and going, pausing and going. I wish wish the brother would stick with it because he is so talented, even um doing um videos, cause I went down there for him to do one of my videos. He's so talented, but that this this I always with you. I always knew you had it, but I never seen you um, doing what you was doing right now. Um, putting on the shows. Um, can you tell the audience a few um, a few stars that you even had to bless our small town? Now this small town is only hold fourteen thousand people. So rich yeah. one, tell them it's big town. names. This is a town, but you know we got the hood. You know we got our hood. You know what I'm saying? It's a uh... It just ain't a full bloody hick town, you know. We got in Northeast Central, Northeast Central, and uh, yeah, that, that's why I'm, you know we primarily from the the black part of town, you know, quote unquote the black uh, primarily uh, black part of town. And uh, yeah, I, I did, you know another thing I also do is promote shows, and so you know, uh, one way to build my uh, my minutes and to get more uh, material and uh, that you know. Uh, for my audience out there to build up my video, you know, as a, as a, as a stand-up comedian, you don't just jump out there with 30 or 45 minutes. You know, you gotta you gotta do open mics. You gotta travel around. You gotta you gotta learn your audiences because you can't do the same type of material with every audience. You know, some people will laugh at this, and some people won't laugh at this, and so you gotta learn your audiences as a stand-up comedian. And I can tell you right now, like being a stand-up comedian is the hardest form of entertainment. Like, it, it's nothing that compares to. I don't care about singing. Rapping, dancing, none of that. You know, a professional sports like stand up is the hardest for form of entertainment. But yeah, I promote shows, and so basically, uh, a lot of my a lot of my comedy shows just featured uh, comics that were famous in the St. Louis area. Uh, some of my buddies, uh, Marquise Ward, Jason Nelson, uh, Precious J. Dorsey. I had Purdy D, Nathan Wharton, Lucas Henderlighter, Meredith Hopkins. You know, and, and those just the name for you. Uh, that I brought to the Central area, rented out a couple of nice venues, and uh, you know, put on some live shows. Just recently in August, uh, I was blessed, you know, to partner with somebody, and we brought Jay Holiday down here and, and, and put on a pretty dope show, man. So uh, yeah, I mean, I just I've just been trying to you know stay positive, stay doing positive things, man, to keep my foot and get a 
So I can post it on mine. 
but I have to joke with you. So I know you said you was nervous, but you couldn't. You know what you're supposed to do when you get up there on stage? You're supposed to imagine everybody's naked. What was up with that? No, it's first off, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, it's people in there I don't want to imagine naked. <laughs> you know what I did? Um, I used the old public speaking uh, thing instead of imagining the people you naked, the old public speaking uh, idea to just kind of look over the tops of their heads. You know, you ain't really giving anybody any eye contact that throws you off. You know, especially when it's the first time. So I just kind of looked over the top of people's heads. But like once I got that first laugh, I was like, "Oh, they laughing!" You know what I mean? And like when they was laughing, I just calmed down. I'm like, "Man, I can't quit now." Like I got to like two or three minutes in, I'm like, "Okay, okay, I'm almost done." And they got to like four minutes in, and five minutes in, and six minutes in. I mean, when I wrapped it up, man, it was just like, man, everything was perfect, man. I hit every note I hit, man. It's just like somebody singing the national anthem. Or, you know what? Even more, somebody trying to sing Whitney Houston's classic, I Will Always Love. You know, that Whitney Houston <laughs> was a dope singer. So if you're going to step on stage and sing the Whitney Houston song, you better hit every note. And uh, even though I wrote an original, you know, I wasn't covering somebody else's joke, I wrote an original joke. I hit every, every punchline, man, and I mean, they was cracking up, it, and it was just, man, ever since then, man, you know, I've been, I've just been sprung, man, I've just been, you know, really trying to chase that, because that's something, you know, like I said, I never imagined myself being a stand-up comedian prior to that, you know, I, I might have fantasized about it here and there, you know, but like, uh, it just, it just, it's just a blessing, you know, because that, that's one thing that I do like to do, is to just like, you know, to entertain and make people laugh, and, I don't necessarily want to be the center of attention, but like if we, if we hang it out, you know, I want everybody to have a good time. So to be able to do that and get paid for it, oh man, it's the greatest thing in the world. What, all right, when is your next show or what you or when you putting on your next um, promotion down there? Um, uh, so right now, uh, right now I have a, a, a venue that I booked uh, for January, uh, but I'm trying to do something in October. Uh, in the middle of October, hopefully, I just had a meet where I'm trying to book a new venue, um, and it'll be a comedy show if I can put it together. Okay, the one it's, it's, tentative, it's tentatively titled uh, "Fat Jokes: Rich Ones Entertainment." That's the name of my entertainment company, Rich Ones Entertainment. Presents fat jokes, and uh, you know, so I'm gonna put the comedian's names out of bed yet because they're pre-booked. They're pre-booked, so I don't, you know, I, I don't have the venue yet. But yeah, that's I'm trying to do something. Okay, what about the one in January? In January, um, I had an aunt who passed in, in August, and so I booked the venue to do a fashion show, because like I said before, I'm just trying to get into all forms of entertainment uh, to continually brand my entertainment company. I don't, I want, you know, I want to have a broad portfolio for my entertainment company. I don't want to just do comedy or R&B shows. I want to be able to do any form of entertainment, and so I, brand, I, I put together, I'm trying to put together, I'm in the process together a fashion show uh and, and it's called the uh, first annual maryland scott memorial fashion show uh in honor of my aunt who passed uh august the 10th of this year she actually passed the same day uh, that i was putting on the jay holiday show and uh so uh dang it, it was you I, I, I thought to myself wow she passed on the, the date that i picked to do the show and you know it, it, it was everything the show must go on but uh yeah so That'll be a fashion show, and then I, I decided, you know what? Uh, I get these these venues.
and they are expensive, uh, why not put on two shows in one day instead of just trotting around one show? So the fashion show, uh, I'm planning on doing in the daytime, and then later on at night, I'm trying to put together either a comedy show or maybe a music show or something like that. Yeah, so so, so maybe that'll be in January. The music show, what is going to consist of? Well, I'm, I'm leaning more towards a comedy show. Uh, <laughs> music, and I'm if it's, if it's, if if I would if I could you know because it's like it's like um for Centralia if you get a venue that holds three hundred people you got to realize what the ticket prices would be and this is just for anybody listening that promotes or if you plan on promoting you really got to you know in the Bible in the Bible it says you have to count your costs before you go to war you know what I mean so uh, a king you know he counts you know he, he realizes everything before you go to war when you promote it the same thing you got to take those biblical precepts and apply them to your everyday life. I mean, so you have to really map out how much it, you know, uh, it'll cost the booking artist, and then how much per you can charge the ticket price per person. How many people will come out? How many people usually come out? You know, what are you going to charge for this, and what are you going to charge for that? So when I'm trying to book acts, either comedy or or music, I'm going with the person that's coming in under budget. You know what I mean? So that's when I say I'm going to be comedy or music. It's whoever's going to come in within my budget, you know, because in a place like Centralia, you can't really charge like $40, $45 a ticket, you know what I mean? Unless, you know, you got somebody that's high caliber, but if you got somebody that's extremely high caliber, they're going to want like $100,000 to come, so you, you know what I mean? You can't do that unless you got like a 10000 seat venue, and we ain't got 10000 people that's going to come to a <laughs> Centralia. So, so I'm saying all that to say, uh, you know, if it was music, it would be somebody, you know, uh, you know, maybe I could get L. Varner. Uh, maybe I could get, uh, you know, like I got Day Holiday. Uh, he's not as popular anymore, but he is a multi-platinum uh, recording artist. It, to me, it was a huge, it was a, it was a huge thing. And uh, you know, but maybe maybe a L. Varner, maybe an India Ivory, uh, maybe a, a, a Bryson Bryson Tiller, maybe a Jeremiah. It just depends. Do you know? <laughs> on what they're charging. Now Bryson Tiller, he might be a little steep. He still may be charging, you know, in, in the you know, twenty on up. He had he had a big smash record about four years ago. Uh but it, it just depends. Uh it just really depends Dude, uh, on the type of You get NDIRE, I'm there. You get NDIRE, I'm yeah. there. She gonna put on the show, but you know what? I guarantee you and even I don't even think NDIRE is on T V but like I'll just give you an example, uh just you know, just to put it out there like Pleasure Pete. Pleasure P is on uh, Love and Hip Hop right now, so uh, I got a rapport with his uh, with his agent. You know, and because he's on TV, he's charging at least eighty five hundred to come do a show. You see what I'm saying? So if you can only fit three hundred people in the venue, right? And you, you charge you can only charge the ticket prices around thirty dollars. Okay, so you got an eighty five hundred dollar artist that's gonna come do a show. You you hope you can get all three hundred people in there. Okay, you you stand and make.
you know, to get somebody like that is going it's gonna be probably between ten and fifteen thousand dollars, you know. Woo-hoo. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I wouldn't be able to make my money back off, you know, somebody over, you know, ten, you know, that's just too much, you know. Hey, the artists that you get, do you allow like local artists to open up? Yeah, I did that. We did that for the Jay Holiday show. Uh, we put out there. Uh, I, I, I think you know, and I and I, and I take uh, I take fault for this. I probably asked him to do a little too much to come open up for Jay Holiday, but it was my first time promoting uh, a music artist, you know, a show, a music show, an R and B show, and so you just learn from your mistakes. But yeah, what I what I what I usually ask. Artists to do or will continue to act artists to do this. You know, if you want to open up for a multi-platinum R&B singer or rapper or something like that, and get those credits under your belt, you know, you you gotta pay to get on the show. You know, and that's just what it is. Facts. Even even in the city, you gotta pay to get on the show. Let's just say, let's just say, Yo Gotti, Yo Gotti is, 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 is gonna perform out there in Ohio where you at. Yo Gotti coming to perform and do an upcoming rapper. Uh, you get in contact with the promoter, he gonna charge you to open up. You know what I mean? Ain't no friendly, friendly. Oh yeah, I do your favor. Unless you know you want to get artists, yeah. But uh, if you want to get on that show, you gotta pay to get on that show, and that's just how the end goes. Facts. I was asking a little too much of these local artists, and um, they just probably, you know, they, a lot of them didn't come around, wasn't able to, uh, you know, to make the show. But we did have uh, a, a brother uh, from from Carbondale. Yeah, anytime. And, and you should know, uh, maybe you've seen, you know, when I do my comedy shows, I have a pre-show, and I give local artists an opportunity to come out, you know, uh, perform their music in front of a crowd, whether it's 75 people in there, 100, 150, whoever's in there, come out and get the, you know, and get the experience of uh, performing your music before a live crowd, you know. And so, yeah, I, I always, uh, always give uh, local entertainers whether they're comedians or or, 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 or musicians or whatever, uh, opportunity to come and uh, uh, open up, you know, uh, open up the show. And uh, I just got through um, doing an interview with a Christian rapper. I know him actually from down there. His name is uh, DJ Three Nails, and he pretty much said what you just said in a sense of, he said, for any artist, you got to put in the work. You got to get yourself out there. You got to do the shows. What some of these artists don't know is that they think that everything must be handed to them. When they have a person like you, oh, like giving them a chance, you you pay to play. You play to pay, and you get in good with that promoter where you keep paying, keep paying, keep paying. And that, and sometimes, not saying all the times, that promoter be like, hey, you know, I got you on this one. Or you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't just about him having you. We be like, okay, you plan to get on this show, but you also get to go backstage and meet the managers and pass your music along to the people you open it up to. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. Say that again, say that again so they can hear this. Yeah, you get the opportunity to go back there and meet the managers or whoever back there. And you know, you don't, you don't go back there on no groupie type stuff, but you go back there as a professional and say, hey, man, I know you're busy, man, or whatever, blah, 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 but hey, this is doing, hey, I'm going to be performing tonight, you know, if, you know, if y'all want to come up, if y'all can come out from the back and check me out performing, like, you got to get back there and network, you know what I mean, that's your opportunity to network, that's your opportunity to put together a promotional package, you know, you see, you know, people see you on stage performing and you was opening up for, no guy 
you know, ain't, ain't shit nothing. You know what I mean? Shit, nobody just want to throw your hand out. You know, it's a grind. You know, it's, it's a steady grind. You know what I mean? To, uh, to try to make it in the music business, try to make it in comedy or whatever, any form of life. You know, it's a grind. You know, and, and only people that want it gonna get it. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, you gotta spend money to make money, and you know, ain't nobody trying to fun game or scam nobody. Like it costs to the promoter ten thousand dollars to put the show together. He trying to get his money back as soon as possible. You know what I mean? And if he and if he say, hey, you know, it's five hundred dollars for you to open up for your guy, and, and then it's your guy, like your guy is a multi-platinum singer, rapper. Better give him that five hundred dollars. <laughs> And then go back there and get your music to your guy. And if your guy can get in the car and throw it out the window, okay. But he might put it in the, he might plug it in and be like, okay, I'm going to shine. You know what I mean? It's just, it just opportunity, man. It creates an opportunity. And people and people that's, that's trying to entertain and do those things got to take advantage of those opportunities, man. And that's the truth. And if you, all the listeners, listen carefully. What this man is giving you as an opportunity. Listen, y'all and send y'all y'all hip hop artist, R and B artist, singer, and Centralia fourteen thousand small town. Listen to this. Listen to this. Fourteen thousand people, small town, nothing but other small towns around you. And here this man bringing in Jay Holiday, and y'all gotta pay to open it up to see Jay Holiday. Why are y'all not paying? That is an opportunity of a lifetime to get a national known artist your music. This man is setting that up for you, and y'all not taking advantage of it. Are y'all that damn blind? Are y'all spending, y'all rather spend your money on weed than on yourself? What's going on? Who all ever open up for uh, Berto? All of y'all, who I ever open up, I applaud y'all, because that's called investing in yourself. And when you invest in yourself, it's an investment. It is not guaranteed to always grow big, but it grows. That was an investment. You grew from that. You got on stage and, and got exposed. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Berto. No, uh, oh. Rich Wong, Rich Wong. But, but listen, hey, hold on. I, hey, I just want to tell you before you go on. This ain't live, so I can go ahead and add that out of there. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it's just like, you know, it's just like everybody's on Hustle and Flow. Uh, and what was his name? Man, what was the rapper name on Hustle and Flow? He was trying to get his, he was trying to get, and I'm just going to say Ludacris, because I forgot Ludacris' name in there, but he was trying to get get his music to, to Ludacris. You know what I mean? Like, what he had to go through, and then he seen that Ludacris threw it in the toilet or whatever. But, I mean, that might happen. They might, they be like, all right, bro, I'm going to check you out. And then they may never listen to it. But so what if they don't listen? It's opportunity. It's the opportunity. When you got an opportunity to do something that you want to do and to the opportunity to take yourself to the next level, you got to take advantage of it. You can't be like, oh, man, you know what, man, I'm trying to get I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to go get them new ones. I ain't going to get them this $200. I'm going to give me some ones and a new outfit so I can go to the club. Okay, then when you ain't going to be opening up, or whoever they, you know, you could have been opening up for. You might have missed it. The person that did, you know what I'm saying, go open up for one. You know what I'm saying, I might have had even more trans music, but now they finna get signed and get like a five or ten or fifteen, twenty thousand dollar sign and all that. Could have been some money in your pocket. And that's true. And there's something else I want these artists to look at. Your team is looking at you. Your team is looking at how you move. So, so if you listen to the rich one and what he's saying. Like when he said, hey, you want to go get this, this uh, outfit instead of opening it up? Your team is looking at that. 
your team is like, oh, this cat ain't serious. He want to go do this and not that. Where your team is up here like, let's get on the stage and do it and supporting you. You got to look at that too. This man right here is giving so much, so much down there, so much gaming. And any artist down in that area, y'all need to be, when y'all see him out, y'all need to be trying to pull him over, pick his brain, get with him, ask him what the next show is, ask him if you can give advance towards the next show. You know, does, are y'all are listening? This that's, that's why I got this man on here, to educate y'all, to, to, to give Y'all some knowledge to give to give his knowledge. I mean, I, I gotta I'm trying to I'm getting so let's say I'm so passionate about this and about the people I have on this show and the knowledge they have and the artists that that I wanna do it my way. I wanna do it this way. Like you said, I'm gonna get this outfit. Nah, I'm not gonna open up. Or be on some hating stuff. You no. No, you can't. You can't hate. It's business. He he got a business. He got to run. If his fee is this fee, pay it. You know what you can look. Listen to what the man said. Okay, you pay the fee. Not only do you get backstage, you get to talk with the headliner. Hold on. Let's let's. Then you get to take pictures with the headliner. You know, when not guaranteed, but you can ask the headliner. Now you got a picture. You can take with the headliner. Hold on. If the headliner wanna. Spice up his um, social media. Now you got an Instagram thing going on with the headliner. The headliner might like how you move. Now, boom, and you and you would never know if this man didn't open that door for you. Cause I, I'm gonna tell you, our artists is down there. How many opportunities do you think you're gonna get to run into a major artist? That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, it's just, I would all come down to if you want it, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's going to be it's gonna be understood. It's going to be seen. Like, people that really want it going to really get out there and get it. People that don't want it going to make up excuses and, and, and procrastinate and lollygag. Like, you know, when I reached out, you know, I, even when I decided I was going to promote my first show last year, I reached out to a venue, and uh, they was like, well, and I won't, you know, name a particular venue, but... I reached out to a venue and I said, hey, you know, is it possible, you know, for somebody to come in there and do a comedy show? And it's like, yeah, you know, we do we do this and that. It's like, we've never done that, but sure, we'd love to have that. And then when they told me the price to rent the venue, I was like, what? You know what I mean? But I said, you know what? It's an opportunity. I might be getting overcharged. I might be getting taxed. But it also has, you know, it also has some pluses to it that I won't want to detail to. Uh, but, you know, it, it, you know, the opportunity. You know, so I had to pay. You know, and then the, and then the show was a success, and I made money. But you know, everybody want to make a million dollars without spending a million dollars. Everybody want to make a million dollars. Okay, yeah, you got to spend some money to get to that. It's just like Jay Z with title when he first put title out there. Uh, his, his uh, what, what's that? His, his uh, digital uh, streaming service. Digital, yeah, digital uh, music streaming service title. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that first, that first, whatever, that first week or month, or six months or whatever, it was bond. Now it's top. He got all his artists, you know, being street. That's why he a billionaire. You know what I mean? Like Jay got that bag because he was willing. He understood. He, you know, people can hate on him and be mad about the NFL and all that. Whatever. You know what I mean? I, I won't even go into that. I'm talking about the, the, the boss moves he made with title. Like I ain't gonna be a slave. Y'all ain't gonna make all. You know, it's just like with Prince back in the day. Prince put that 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 that, that, that mark on his face and said, "Hey, I'm tired of being a slave." When he got his freedom. He started putting his own albums 
kind of he started getting the lion's share of the money. You know what I mean? But I mean, you got to do things. You know, you I mean, you got to sacrifice. Sacrifices must be made. Anybody ever heard that term or that phrase? Sacrifices must be made. You know, if you're trying to get to the bag, if you're trying to get to success, sacrifices must be made. You know, you got to get that nightclub up. Uh, you have to tell that girl or that guy you'll see him next week. You know what I mean? You got to go to the studio. You got to do this show. The sacrifices got to be made. You know, and uh, if you get a spot of venue that you could rent, and, and you know, you seen the potential in, and they say, and you thought it was going to be four hundred dollars to rent, they say, nope, it's eight hundred dollars to rent. But you like, wow, man, you know, okay, that four hundred dollars, you could have, you know, what I'm saying that's four hundred dollars less that you would make. You know, four hundred dollars more that you got to make back. You know what I'm saying? But if it's an opportunity for you to do something great. You know what I'm saying? You got to jump out there. You know, you got to step out there on faith. You know, for all the spiritual people, you know, that understand faith, you just got to step out there on faith. Faith without deeds is dead. You know what I mean? If you ain't got no faith and you won't put it with no deeds, then you ain't going to never have, you know what I'm saying? But the fruition and the, the manifestation of the blessings that you want. So, Preach. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just what you got to do. You, know, you, you got to really, really, really want it. You got to believe in yourself and you can't just talk about it. You got to do it. You know what, this is going to sound pretty funny or weird, but I totally agree with you. But the thing is, is that a lot of people think they know what faith is, but really don't know what faith is. They really, really, really don't. That's that unseen where you, where you know, where you know in your heart it's going to happen. It might not happen, but you got to have that in your heart that it's going to happen. You don't see it, you don't see no other way until the no other way show up. That to me, that's faith. But what's your version of faith? Uh, just as I explained, you know, uh, you know, faith, faith without deeds is dead. You know, uh, uh, if you say if you gonna if you said you're gonna be a rapper, but you never pick up a pen, you know what I'm saying, to write a rap. You know what I mean? If you never go out there and try to perform for anybody, then you ain't gonna be a rapper. Like I guess a lot of people just think rappers just gonna fall up on them or just a thousand people or a million people gonna just do it in my cop and say, Oh, we saw inside your head that you wanted to be a rapper and we heard the songs in your head and you know what? We want you to it don't work. <laughs> you gotta make something tangible. You gotta invest some money, you gotta invest in the tangible product. You know what I mean? Like I got that song out now that's on my page, keep that same energy. Everybody likes it. You know what I mean? Everybody that's heard it, I've been getting positive feedback. You know what I mean? And basically, I'm just talking about the, you know, the struggle of, of trying to put on promote shows in, in the town and trying to get out there and be successful. Like, it's a struggle. And a lot of people tell you they're going to support you and then they don't support you. You know what I mean? Okay, you ain't going to support me. Cool. Keep that same energy. But when I make it, you know what I'm saying? Keep that same energy. You know what I'm nah. saying? It ain't no hate. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no love lost. You know what I mean? But I'm going to keep grinding in spite. You know what I'm saying? Of the lack of support. That's another thing. You don't get the support that you want. You got to keep grinding. You gotta keep grinding, you know, until you do get it. Yeah. Uh, I seen that video. Um, um, it was the one where I, you was going. I, I don't know. You work. You had on the McDonald's suit or the Taco Bell shirt. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like that. Part of my yeah. 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 Rich ones. That's my school. Rich ones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that got a lot of views. Got a lot of positive feedback. I took it down just to place it with some other stuff. What? Why are you taking it down? I just. Now, I just took it down. I still got it. I didn't destroy you or delete everything. I just took it down for a minute because I was just trying to make sure that 
and uh, it, it just part of it just it, it just also a part about uh, having an original sound. And I don't want, you know I don't really want my sound. You know, if you, you gotta admit that it, it did have a, an original sound. Yeah. Nobody, you know, ain't nobody out there that sound like that. I definitely got my own sound. So I feel like keep that same energy was more in line uh, with what I'm trying to, you know, with where I'm trying to take my music. You know what I mean? It's sort of like this. It's sort of like this. I don't know if you ever saw like MTV. Uh, weirdest videos or something like that. Not that my video was weird. But there's a video <laughs> from back in the day. There's, there's a video from back in the day where Cisco was getting chased around. Uh, Cisco from Drew Hill, he was getting chased around by a big old dragon and the dragon was stomping on buildings and the people that, that hit, you know, the people that was, you know, behind his career was like, no, we cannot have that out there. You know what I mean? And so like, so, you know, I've seen some things in the video that I didn't necessarily want out there uh, especially like my mother's grave, uh, you know, uh, me walking up to my mother's grave. It was just the thing that I that I rethought on. I said, you know what, I'm just gonna pull it down for right now. You know, but I, I still love the song, you know, and, and I love my sound. It just I feel like keep that same energy was more in line. Uh, you just gotta be careful about your image and what you let people know about some things like that. You know. I understand. Hey, uh, what are you using to distribute your music? What service? Uh, I was using TuneCore, but I really don't like the way TuneCore runs. You know, like me personally, uh, if somebody asked me what should they use, I would advise against TuneCore. Uh, I wouldn't use TuneCore. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, I think I, what I would tell a person to do is just use YouTube, put out a video, uh, try to get paid off YouTube, get your, get your streams up, and continually put out videos. Because YouTube pays uh, for your views, you know, they actually pay you for your views. Uh, you can put stuff on Instagram, you can put it on Instagram TV, IGTV, you know, and build your brand. And then once you get enough people following you, you know, sponsors will pay you to promote things on your page. Uh, yeah, but, but but as far as like music service, uh, I use the uh, Amazon, I use the uh, 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 Spotify, uh, but all of that was through. Uh, you know, uh, was through the TuneCore service, and so uh, I really just got it. That was another reason I pulled the song down. I wasn't, you know, too happy with the service that I was getting from TuneCore. So, you know, I, I got to remap and explain on that. And, and that's something that the listeners know. Like, I'm, 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 I'm relatively new uh, to this aspect of it. You know, like putting CDs and selling them out the trunk. I can do that all day, but like the digital form, you know, and it's constantly changing. Uh, the digital, the digital market is ever changing. So you just gotta you gotta try to find a way. You will never get ahead of the game in this group, but you gotta try to find a way to stay in tune. You know what? You're absolutely right, and it's about to change again because of um, yeah. cryptocurrency coming out. And with the development yeah. of cryptocurrency, there's a new technology yeah. called blockchain. And blockchain, that technology, I've been up to date on it. And I'm gonna say that save this for another time because this is about rich one, not blockchain, but blockchain is definitely changing the music game and it's by I say by the next five years the blockchain technology is going to change the music game so much I know you don't need a major label now but probably in five years I say a bunch of these major labels that's not making hits they're going to go by the wayside because of that new technology yeah I would, I would, I would encourage anybody out there to step, remain independent if you can. You know, uh, remain independent. 
ain't, they ain't got no career before because they, you know, everything that was theirs in the beginning, they sold for a million dollars. They sold their publishing, they sold their name, they signed all that over for the big check. Then when their career fell off, they didn't get, you know, the label didn't do what they thought they was going to do. Now they, you know, now they in the background with nothing. You know, but if you if you remain independent and you can only make, you know, 25000 or $50,000 a year, man, that's good money, man. That's good money. Like, you can still pretty much do everything you want to do, you know, 50000 if it's all yours. You know what I mean? You can take trips. You can get a nice car. You can get a house. You know what I mean? You can, you can control your career. People need to always be in control of their careers. I think that's important, you know, to learn, to learn from Master P, uh, to learn from, uh, uh, you know, the independent artists that's out there, you know, uh, the independent companies, man, the people that, that, that's giving out free games. You know, it's better just the way to be patient and, and make sure you own everything. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it, it, it's just like, at me, I'm a control freak. I'm not giving up creative control. <laughs> but, like, sometimes if you sign a million dollar contracts, man, they're telling you in the door, like, we taking over creative control. You know what I mean? Because you represent their brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they going to take it upon themselves. they going to take it upon themselves to give you a new brand that may not even coincide with their brand, but they trying to get you to cross over and reach different audiences and now you went from being such and such to this other person in your original audience is like, who is this? You know what I mean? And you just lose out. So that's why I say, you know, it's just I would encourage anybody out there trying to be a comedian, a rapper, singer, whatever, just to stay independent so you can so you can retain your creative I'm with you on that. I love the whole independent, the, the freedom of it. I just think this. This is my personal opinion. A lot of artists want the big payment, the big major label deal. A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them is because they lazy. They want somebody else to um, do their paperwork and, and and handle all that. That's fine and dandy, but you can still do that independent. Get you a manager. Get somebody... Um, Get somebody that's um, business savvy that that's that's in the music business that's busy that's business savvy, and uh, have them do it. And you and sometimes you can make deals with them where you don't have to pay them up front. You can give them so many cents off your single or so many um, cents off your album when it drops, and that's just off that particular album. It ain't off all your albums. And with you being independent, you can move more. You can move better. You, you don't have a label saying, hey, you can't do nothing with this dude on this label because he's not to your par. You know, dude might be the hottest thing in the streets, but the label, like, he's not a major artist. You can't work with him. So I totally agree with you staying independent, plus all that money is in your pocket. Because I remember um, they did a thing on Nelly, and he when he sold 10 million copies, his cut, his cut, was only four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. I was like, no. But that's that's pretty much it. Well, Rich One, I'm glad you came on the show. I'm glad you offered up this game and I hope people are listening and I'm gonna go ahead and um put this in put this tag to a bunch of artists I know in the surrounding area in the surrounding Illinois area. And uh, I, I, if it's okay with you in that tag, I'll put I'll tag you your name on there so they can get a hold of you if you're all right with that. Yeah, uh, follow me on Facebook, the multi talented rich ones. 
send me a friend request. Uh, like my uh, Rich Ones Entertainment Business page on Facebook. Uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, ones.rich, O-N-E-S dot rich, or uh, E-N-T dot rich ones. Yeah, check me out, you know what I'm saying? And you go to my website, www.richonesent.net, www.richonesent.net. Uh, and I'm on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe my page, Rich Ones ENT, on YouTube. I don't do Twitter. I don't do Snapchat. Sorry. <laughs> well, hey, you, um, message me through um, Facebook with those tags, so I can have them tags up on there, um, and I can put that on there so that they can see it and click, click, and get you get you more get you a uh, more fans for your fan base. Cause I'm behind you, man. I'm I'm behind you, and uh, and that's why I said in January, woo. Even though it's gonna be cold, I'm I'm trying to get down there to to see one to see one of one of your shows. But it's kind of that wiggle room for me, cause you know up here I'm running for state. I'm running for state rep, and voting is um, March the 10th. So I will, you know, I might I'll go down there, see the show, and bounce. But I just wanted to, that's why I kept asking questions on that, too. And any artist that's listening, the man just said he's trying to do something in October, and he's doing something in January. You got like four or five months as an artist to get your stuff together if he choose, if he choose to have it where you can open up for an artist, a headliner, a major music artist. You got four to five months. Well, I say three, three to four months to get your stuff together, to hit the stage. You got three to four months to save your money up, to pay to play, to hit that stage, and get that opportunity. Take advantage. That's why I'm doing this. I'm not doing this podcast for just for the love of it. I want people to be educated, connected, and and learn and learn. Now you don't have to pay a ten dollar book, a twenty dollar book, or forty dollar book. Rich one just said, just just gave you some of the game right here, right now, free of charge, and y'all should thank him for it. All right, Rich one, thank you for coming on the Meat Juice Podcast Show, and you have a blessed day.